Hey there everyone, I hope you're having an awesome day today. I wanted to hop on today to talk about client experience. Something I've been thinking about recently and I wanted to share some of the things I've been learning with you. So recently I was listening to a podcast um, that was interviewing the Vice President of Marketing for Chick-fil-A. And so if you have ever lived in a town with Chick-fil-A in it, you know that Chick-fil-A customers pay full price, come back often, and they bring their friends. And so Chick-fil-A uses a really simple equation to achieve those results, and it's the equation for value. And to them, value equals what you get divided by what you pay for. And as customers, we're constantly looking for a product or service that is going to give us the most value. And so businesses really have two choices. They can either give us more or charge us less. And so Chick-fil-A ops are the first one. They, um, you, you'll see that through you know, the flowers on the dining room table or the script that their um, cashiers use or the fact that there's now a real person taking your order through the drive-thru. So all of those things are free to you as a customer, but increase your value and your experience at Chick-fil-A. So as business owners, there's a lot that we can learn from this value equation because ultimately, that's what we want too. We want repeat customers who pay full price and who tell their friends. Um, so I wanted to walk us through a quick five-part process that can help us start thinking about ways that we can increase value for our customers. So the first thing I'd have you do is just pull out a sheet of paper and start writing some answers to these questions. The first question is, why would someone choose you over someone else? And so it's super important for you to believe in and articulate what is your special sauce and what is your secret ingredient. Because if you don't believe that you have one, your customers sure won't either. Step number two is to write out what do you want a, like your dream client to say about what it was like to work with you? So ultimately, I would have you um, do this by writing a mock testimonial. So it might feel a little awkward, but what you do when you have that mock testimonial is that you've created a measuring stick for yourself for the level of service you want to provide. And so then you can work backwards to say, what kinds of things do I need to be doing and saying to have someone say this about what I provided them? The third thing I'd have you articulate on your paper is what are the roadblocks and headaches that are keeping your client from achieving her goals? Is it lack of know-how, lack of time? Um, maybe you, are, for example, are a wedding photographer and your client has no idea what they need to wear to their engagement shoot. Or maybe you run a boutique and um, your customer isn't really sure what the latest trends are and they sure don't know if they have what it takes to pull them off. All those things are roadblocks and headaches and things that keep your um, client and customer from achieving their goals. The fourth thing I'd have you do is write down a list of all the fears and questions and objections one might have about hiring you. So are they afraid of the cost? Are they not sure how long the project's going to take? Um, or what if they're afraid that they're going to invest all this money and it really won't pay off in the end? And so once you've articulated all those things, the last thing I'd have you do is get out a big sheet of paper or a whiteboard or chalkboard, something where you can create a timeline for yourself of what it takes for someone to go from being a complete stranger to a raving fan. And so this is going to be, you know, they follow you on social media, they go to your website, fill out a form, you have a meeting, proposal, contract. You would fill out every single little touch point that someone would have with you. And then what you do is you look back at that list on your paper. What were their fears? What were their objections? And you would find ways within your timeline to address all of those things. And so I recently did this for myself and some of the actions items that I came up with, um, I'll, I'll share some of those. So um, for instance, my client might be afraid that she's going to invest all this money, but she maybe what if she doesn't like it? And so a really simple way I can do that is by adding a current um, portfolio to my website for her to browse so that she can feel like she's making an informed decision. 
Another thought would be, you know, in my um, mock testimonial, I wanted my clients to be able to say that they felt really cared for. So I've added a touch point within my timeline that six weeks after the final invoice is paid and the project is over, they receive an email from me that's just checking in and saying, how's it going? What's been hard? What questions can I answer for you? Because I really want my clients to know that just because you know they've already paid me, it doesn't mean that I don't care about them anymore, that I really do care about their business and their success. And so um, I hope that some of that was helpful for you. And so it's an exercise that took me about an hour to do um, all of this this morning. And I really think it's going to be provide a lot of value to me and to my clients ultimately. So if you want more, you can go to my website at katiedoesmarketing.com slash blog. And you'll see all this written on a blog um, with a little bit more detail. So I hope it helps.